this is sports stuff, betting stuff. And that's your sound effect from Alex for the day. Your favorite degenerates from the sports stuff with Jim and Muff family. Myself, Muff, Alex are here. And our new recruit for the year also joining us again this week, Jim. Yes, sir. Jim is strapped in. He's ready to, to take on this journey with us. Jim, how was, uh, how was week one in your eyes? Not just of your, your record, but um, what was the experience for you? Betting-wise? Yes, the betting experience. It made sitting through the Ohio State game easier. I will say that. Like, it made it a lot easier. What's Rutgers score, damn it? <laughs> My, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't have any yeah. comment. If you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. You can. You can. As much shit as I talk about the school from West Virginia. <laughs> no, it was... Honestly, I was I was surprised they lost. And I was going to make a game surprised they actually lost. Yeah. I was out with my friends, uh, and we were all equally like, what? <laughs> That's what college football says now, too. Yeah, oh, this, this is uh, see this is this is why i have problems with jim it's college football doesn't say this the Ohio state world says this right no, now I, no i i will say that i was listening to a college football show and they were like uh something about a high state and they're like is a high state like bad this year and everyone's like i like how because they might not be like as elite as normal, we're calling a high state bad this year. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like in the grand scheme of things, a high state is not a bad football team. Are they maybe not as elite as they have been in the past? Very possible. They need a coaching change. That's what they need. Yeah. But this is the betting show. On the defensive side of the ball, Jim? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We All see. right. We're one week in. We had winners and we had losers this week, except for someone in this group went perfect. <laughs> okay i wonder who it was good for you Ma. we'll get in there later we'll get in there later this week we're not going to break down every nfl game um that's just too much time and we're not going to bet on every nfl game so uh it's be a little, little easier to keep all of this straight in the future for all of us so uh as we get into this week we had a uh, a listener request for a little bit of additional information specifically on how do parlays work Yes, that was definitely a question in my house. Like, what is this parlay thing? How does it work? So if you could elaborate for the listener, Muff and Alex, that'd be great. All right. So I'll, I'll put the basics down here. I am not a huge parlay better, um, but I know how it works. Uh, new listener, Tim, to the show is a huge better on parlays. I may serve as his <laughs> bookie. Um, and uh, he brings me some crazy parlays. You're not his bookie. First off, let's just create. Let's. You are not his bookie. You are no one's bookie. We have the Booker Man, the bookie out there, but we don't know his identity. Okay, it must be Muffnack. <laughs> Muffnack's got a side job. Muffnack got a side hustle. It's a mystery, uh, though. Who knows? Very, very much a mystery. So parlays uh, are taking multiple bets and compounding them to increase your odds to higher payouts so for example um if you were looking this week at the nfl slate and you were confident in we'll say three to four bets um let's just top of the hat just look at some games this week say you thought the patriots are going to win you thought the browns were going to win you thought the saints are going to win you think the cardinals are going to win so you can do these typically, you can compound these either money line and or spread bets. So it doesn't have to be one specific type of bet. It can also be over-unders. There's also, depending on the sports book you're using, you can um, parlay or compound props, like touchdown props. I know Alex is sometimes big on those touchdown props. Yeah, I do touchdown props all day Sunday just for funsies on the side. For like a dollar, you combine a couple mm-hmm. big, like big – Big odds to score, and it's fun. Makes it really fun to watch because you'll hit yeah. like two of them right off the bat, and then like all day long, just sitting there like, I just made a facial effect, but then realize for a podcast, you can't see my face. But. So you're holding, you're holding on to it. You get those first one or two, and then you're like, oh, good. So the what the benefit of this is, um, say, 
picking any one of those games, you may have like minus 110 odds. So you have to bet $110 to win 100, and then it's ratioed all the way down. If you were to combine multiple um, bets that have like minus 110, minus 115 odds, say you were to do three or four of those, you may end up with um, odds of like plus three or 400. Yeah. So I have an example here if yeah. you want. I just pulled it up. Um, I did two parlays this week and lost both by one one leg. I'll do the small one was a four leg parlay I picked in the NFL for the Arizona Cardinals money line, Steelers plus six and a half, Cincinnati Bengals money line and Indianapolis Colts money line. And the odds were plus with yeah plus 2074 so with a $10 bet wait that would be $200 yes a $10 bet would be $200 a $100 bet would be 2000 exactly yes yes so i put a $10 bet down on it and because the colts didn't pull it through i lost it i also will talk later in our college football segment about how i was six of seven pieces of a seven way parlay that one hurt. That was that, a $1,000 parlay. Yeah, that one can hurt. So Ooh. those are the basics is you combine bets to give yourself greater payouts. Um, what the payout is, again, it's it's a calculation. It's pretty much um, multiplying the odds that are already there. Um, and then it pops out. So um, that's the basic explanation. Jim, any questions or anything else you think uh, your household may want to know about parlay options? No, that was perfect. Thank you. Okay. Um, and there are some sports books. We, we uh, exclusively use FanDuel on, on this podcast um, that have other options that some don't. So FanDuel has same game parlays. So typically you can't parlay different bets within the same match or game. FanDuel allows you to do that. Um, so that's one benefit of FanDuel. I don't know. Other sports books may do that, but I know that FanDuel, I think, was one of the first to come up with that same game parlay which wasn't uh, something that you could do really most places before then. So see, I appreciate it guys. Thank you. See. So uh, again, real quick, some things to be aware of as you continue your betting journey, some things to remember in the NFL spread lines of note are the three, six, seven, nine, and 10. Anything outside of that uh, may have the benefit either more to the better or to the sports book. So be aware of that. Um, the half points easily get you in the NFL week to week because of that. Uh, it can be a thing. Um, some people, again, will even pay to have extra points or to buy some additional backs so they have better odds or better spreads. Um, college, it's a crapshoot. Really mixed, missed field goals, mixed extra points, people going for two. You never know what's going to happen in college. So uh, you can stay to those three, six, seven, nine, and tens, but you usually see a lot different spreads in college football because of that volatility. Boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's get into last week. Let's review our best bets as, uh, as provided on the Instagram at sports gym muff for anybody that's not following. Um, if we continue to have some weeks like this, uh, it may be worth following us and actually tailing our bets. And for new listeners, tailing bets is whenever you blindly follow the people that uh, are giving you betting advice. So um, I don't know if we're to that point, but sure, you can tail us if you want. If we win, then tail us. If we win, well, yeah, give us give us a little bit of time here. No, just get right on board. We need All we right. need to we need to to well, get give this. me a little bit of time. Don't I'm no expert. Okay, well, neither are we. Um, <laughs> although maybe one of us could be. Uh, so last oh week, good grief! You don't here. have to be an expert to have an opinion. That's that's exactly the motto of the show. Uh, last week. This guy, Muff, went 4-0 in my best bets. I cashed in on an Iowa plus 160 money line versus Iowa State. Rutgers money line versus Syracuse in college football world. In the NFL, I hit Panthers minus five versus the Jets. And the Bears team total was actually under 19 and a half whenever I put that bet in. So um, that was actually what you saw in the Instagram post and the information we put out there, even though on the show last week, it was under 17, but the time I put the bet in it, it climbed to under 19 and a half, which allowed me to win that bet. 4-0. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Alex, 
little little recap of yours. Well, in football, I said Washington over um, well Washington to cover the spread versus Michigan, which did not even come close to happening. So we'll move on. Uh, we took App State at Miami over fifty three and a half. Close, but not close. Uh, Cardinals versus Titans in the NFL. Cards plus three was never in question. Solid bet. Put a cup. Put it in a couple different little sprinkled things, and was was happy about that. Uh, 49ers versus Lions. Uh, that one I had to clench my butt cheeks throughout it, but yes. covered. So we are two for two now. The most painful part of my week that I would I think now is an appropriate time to share. Since we're talking about last week's bets. I had a seven-pick parlay going in college football. I had Oregon plus 15. W. Over 60, Alabama State at Auburn. Over 59.5, Mercer at Alabama. W. W. Over 55.5, LIU. W. West Virginia. W. Over 50 for NC Central at Marshall. W. Mississippi State plus one. NC State. And I lost on Iowa State minus four and a half. So uh, one on the Iowa money line, I threw up in my mouth just a little. Uh, but just to tell you how good of a parlay, that would have been 9,500 odds. So I put $10 on it and would have won $950. $950. All because you didn't listen to my advice about Iowa. Maybe we should pay them off. I don't know. Well, no, because you did a lot of good good things there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as bad as my record looks two and two as far as what I sold on the show, when it came down to Saturday morning, I had a beer in my hand right around the golf cart, and I was like, I'm going to throw this parlay in just for funsies. And I did it. And this is what I got. You lost $10, that's all. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not mad about it. I'm mad at the 950 that almost happened. Yeah. Jim? Sorry, Jim, let's get into Jim's bet. Jim, Jim dipped his toes in. Only had two best bets this week. Yeah, yeah. I hit the money line for the Rutgers game, mm-hmm. but I lost the Bears game. Yeah, all right. yeah I lost that bad. pretty. I thought I had a shot, but then it all fell to Kaputskis. Well, it's like five hundred is where you want to be this early in the season because the goal is at the end to be over five hundred. It's like 55, 55, 56% is usually profitable. I think the goal with me is just not go on tilt and throw all your money away. Yeah. The good news is, is whoever that secret person is that puts the bets in for you um, has a control over that. So that, 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 uh, (laughs) that fictional character can, can, you know, rein you in a little bit. Yeah. Benjamin Bucky. That's it. (laughs) It's the curious. Bookie. It's the curious case of Benjamin Bookie. Bookie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I saw Jim. You know, whenever I uh, was, you know, giving myself props and touting myself on Instagram, that mm-hmm. you touched tossed in like a hashtag Justin Fields. I'm just curious if you wanted him to get killed by Aaron Donald on Sunday, or he would have been fine. He would have been fine. How many interceptions did Andy have? At least two in the first half. Okay. Did you listen to any of that broadcast? No. Okay. I, I had it on moot. Uh, that's probably a good thing because Chris Collinsworth did not have the most kind things to say about in about Justin Fields. Um, in fact, and this is me not fully quoting, but it's pretty close to a direct quote. Justin Fields was the worst passer of the rookie, like the high profile rookie quarterbacks that I saw in the preseason because all he did was stare down his targets. Chris Collinworth can take a hike. That's what I was waiting for you to get to. Okay, so let's get into this week. Uh, we're going to start with the NFL. It's where we hope to make the money. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not every game. Tossed in some games that I thought may be interesting to this group, uh, whether it's because of the lines or whether it's because of the teams that are playing. Uh, first game we got this week, the New York football Giants taking on the Mrs. Snyders. Hopefully not a shitstorm happening in Washington this week in the stands. This is, this is the Thursday night game. Uh, The Washington football team is minus three with an over under set at 41. Do we know what the quarterback situation is? Taylor Heineke playing for Washington. That is, that is for sure. 
yes. yeah. Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick, I think, got put on three to four three to four weeks, I think. Okay. Or did he get put on IR? I forget. I think he got put on IR. I'm pretty sure it's six weeks. All right. All right. But I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So ain't no uh, thing but a chicken wing. This so is fun fact I read today on yeah. this game. Yeah. Is that Dan Jones has only won like eight games total and four of his wins. He's four and oh versus the Reds. Uh, yeah that was a really Ooh. you know callback to the, the r words yeah I'm a, <laughs> wow i'm gonna start yeah that was not good all right uh it's like you're a rookie at this i know that was, that was a hard jones, r daniel jones is four and oh versus the mrs snyder's there you go just call them mrs snyder's and you'll be okay so if you want to bet against that streak maybe it's, it's a Thursday night game. There's a lot that goes into Thursday night games that's outside of the norm. I think there's been a – I don't have the stats to back this up, but I want to say that Thursday night games hit a lot of unders because there's not as much time for preparation. So defenses yeah. usually – if they have dominant defenses, they typically have the advantage on offenses. Um, and especially in the second game of the season, there's not much tape there to look at. So this could be a game that Washington dominates on the defensive side of the ball um, and the Giants, who we know are pretty pedestrian at this point offensively, may may have a tough time. How many fumbles yeah. do Daniel Jones have? Over under two. This is a prop bet. Over under one and a half. Over under one and a half. Okay. Over one and a half. Over one and a half. <laughs> How many of those are going to be by Chase Young, Jim? Over 0. 0.5. Yeah, two. Over. <laughs> so Jim took the over on that uh, in in that in game prop bet. Uh, yeah. yeah, podcast prop bets. Yeah. Next, we've got the Bengals taking on the Bears. We got Bears minus three, over under set at forty five point five. Wouldn't touch this with a ten foot pole. What? No way. Bengals money line all day. Ooh, this oh, that sounds like a best bet for Alex. Oh, no definitely. way. Definitely going to come back around and talk best bets. All right. Yeah, I'm, I don't even have a lean here. Um, if I had to go anywhere, I'd probably go. You saw that defense get picked apart, right? By Matthew Stafford. Okay. Joe Burrow's not Matt Stafford yet. Okay. Oh, you disagree? Joe Burrow's a better quarterback than Matt Stafford. I just think that there he has just as much capability as picking up picking apart the Bears defense as anyone else. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I think you, Bengals. Yeah. Oh, so, you're taking the Bengals. Yeah, they said That's Bengals money line. Bengals money line. Bengals money oh, line. Okay. Okay. That was the bet. I don't really think that the Bears did anything exciting that we can talk about. Yeah. Especially right. to be three point favorites. I, I read um, that wrong. I was totally my fault. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna stick away from this for now. We'll see if the line moves. Maybe. Um, actually, I did this. So we record this on Tuesday nights. I actually looked up this line on Monday night in anticipation. I'm curious if this line has moved at all. Let's take a look. And this is the Browns Texans, correct? No, the Bears Bengals. Still a three still point. Still a three point line. I, I was wondering if it maybe had shifted at all there's enough money on the Bengals to move the line. Yeah, not yet. Next, we got the Texans taking on the Browns. The Browns are minus 12 and a half with an over under 48. Oh, <laughs> I, I want it's to the say Browns this. being favored by that much. <sighs> you know, it can't be true. I, I would love to say in my heart of hearts that the Browns are going to cover this because they're pissed off and they actually showed out pretty decently last week, but it could also be a little bit of a, uh, your boy a, at quarterback for the Texans though. He had a hell of a week. Yeah. But there's, there's, <laughs> there are always team doctors around to screw that up for him. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Alex, we have anything to say about that. You ever, you ever <sighs> seen anybody get an injection and get their lung, lung punctured? Actually, well, not an injection, but I've seen people start like, uh, like central lines and stuff. That's actually a really common complication. But mm-hmm. I also don't recommend sticking needles into people's thoracic cavity on, like, not in a hospital. But you mean in a locker room? Yeah, yeah, didn't know <laughs> yeah. It's the best place to go about it. But whatever. Uh, we usually like use X-ray and stuff like that, so you know where you're sticking the needle. But I mean, I'll just 
I think 12 and a half is too big of a spread in the NFL. <laughs> Me too. It's a huge spread. Next, we've got the Patriots taking on the Jets. Patriots minus five and a half over under set at 42 and a half. A battle of rookie quarterbacks. I kind of want to bet on this. I kind of. What do you want to bet on? Yeah. Where are you leaning? I, I, I want to take the Patriots. That would be where I am leaning. It may could be a bet for me this week. We'll see. May not be yeah. a best bet, but it could be. Yeah, I agree. It could be a bet. I um, like both those rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, they didn't. Neither of them hurt their teams terribly last week. No, exactly. The solid start. You have to start somewhere. Next, we've got the Saints taking on the Panthers. Saints minus three and a half, over under set at 44 and a half. This is a game that I thought would have had a higher spread given what the Saints did last week. Not that the Packers are like a light them on fire defense, but they, the Saints don't have a bad defense either. I like the Saints in this a lot. Yeah, me too. This could be a trap line, though. We all know. That uh, the sports books always have the edge on us. So, what do they know that we don't? Exactly. Is the question. Jimothy. Uh, Rogers probably threw the game, and that's what they know. Rogers <laughs> threw the game. Rogers apparently uh, got got tagged in his uh, cojones uh, during one of his interceptions. In fact, it was broken down in a video that he took a left hook directly to the groin like right before he finished the release of his arm. And uh, that was, he's like, yeah, I got, I got tagged in the balls guys. This, this was not, this was not a good throw. And that's why. (laughs) All that happens. Good grief. So one of those interceptions can be blamed on uh, a ball tag. A ball tag. tag. Yeah. it, It didn't look intentional, but nonetheless it happened. Um, next, we got the Vikings taking on the Cardinals. Cardinals minus three and a half over under at 51. Again, would have thought that the Cardinals may be a slightly heavier favorite. I don't think I would ever see the Cardinals anything at higher than like five, five and a half on this, but I would have thought it would have been higher given their offensive output last week. I'm very nervous that the Saints minus three and a half and Cardinals minus three and a half are trapping me. You're right. I'm pretty good about them, though. <laughs> We don't think we need, we don't need to think too hard. Jim, what are your thoughts on this one? I think the Vikings will show out. And and I think I think it's going to be close. I like the Vikings defense. I I I take the Vikings in this one. I was going to say say it. Come on. I would take the Vikings in this oh, one. Man. Do you take Vikings with the points or Vikings straight up? Ah, uh, straight up. Ooh, money line bet. The underdog, the away team money line <laughs> underdog bet and this is where things get risky with jim <laughs> <laughs> well as, as long as he keeps his betting size reasonable we're not going to be upset about yes, it that's, yeah. true. that's true <laughs> so that's really what we come down to uh next we got the steelers taking on the raiders steelers minus five and a half over under set at 46 and a half <sighs> where's this be- at it's in vegas it would appear mm-hmm. i think i take these as as they, yeah, it's at Pittsburgh. It's at Pittsburgh. Sorry, it's in oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Steelers' favorite five and a half over under forty six and a half. If I honestly were going to look at anything here, I would probably look at the under. Um, if yeah, yeah that's if, actually when I was looking at him to get ready for the shots. Yeah, so I just I think Derek Carr in Sunday night's game was able to hold it together. Um, and some of the mistakes that Baltimore made, I don't see Pittsburgh making as many. Not that they can't make mistakes, but I don't see Pittsburgh making as great mistakes that lead to those types of points as you saw with the Ravens. So I think the Steelers hold the Raiders in check. Um, and I, I have no idea. The Steelers running game can't do much. So uh, I don't know. I'm thinking like 27 to 14 kind of game here. Yeah, I agree. I, I really think the Steelers are going to win. I may be biased, but I think they're going to win. I think they have a really they have a good defense. I think in Pittsburgh their odds go way up. Yeah, I think yeah. It, I, I'm just I trying would to feel differently if, if they were in Vegas. Say yeah. by a by a touchdown. Las Vegas. Yeah, who's it? Uh, 
who was there? Darren Woodson was was there with uh, Al Davis or whatever, whatever Davis is. Mark Al's Davis, dead, man. Mark Davis, the son. I mean, the ghost of Al's probably there. Ghost of Al's always there, looking at every four four forty and saying, "Draft him, draft him." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh next we got the cowboys taking on the chargers chargers minus two and a half over under set at 55 and a half i want this one so bad i honestly this this is one of those to me that looks like a trap yeah because of how competitive the Cowboys were with the That's Buccaneers. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say, I, every ounce of me wants to do Cowboys money line. It's the underdog, but yeah, I just, uh, it's, it's at LA. So I'm guessing there's a slight variance to yeah. an away game for the Cowboys, but the Cowboys have also, they've had 10 days off. Yeah. So, I mean, everything to me points to Cowboys money line here. And I'm probably not going to overthink this, and this will probably be a bet, maybe a best bet for me. Yeah. That that line is a, the uh, over under is the trap bet part for me too. Fifty five. Think go over? Like, well, yeah, but fifty five and a half feels like an under. Like I should say under, and then it feels like under. But I don't I know if the Cowboys' defense can do much thus far. They haven't showed out yeah. to me. Yeah, I think I think Herbert will pick them apart just like Tom did. Yeah. But you 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 put like you put these quarterbacks in like the same echelon of like I'm the performance will be the same. That, it's not about the quarterback as much as the defense didn't show me anything. That's fair. Fair enough. That's fair. I don't really care who like that's a good I think Joe Burrow could might do that to the Cowboys. Stafford could do it to the Cowboys. Seems like any quarterback. Andy Pretty Dalton. much. That's what Andy, I'm saying. Can no. Andy Dalton? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I had to toss that in there to see see how far you were going to go with this. Yeah. There's there's my limit. There's you know, we hit it. Oh. Yes. Uh, and the last game we're going to look at in the NFL Lions Packers. The Green Bay packages are favored by eleven and a half points. Over I almost want to take the Lions. <laughs> you almost want to but it's the lions yeah and i i mean this is just too big this is like the browns 12 and a half i it's, it's not often you see spreads over 10 in the nfl and we yeah. got two with two in one week yes to a team that got destroyed last week by the saints <laughs> yeah i almost want to take the lions i think they did come back against you know san francisco yeah they, they had some like, life into them they scored 21 points in like three minutes, though. You can't you can't expect that to happen. But Aaron Rodgers, like, where's your head at? You just collecting a paycheck, bro? You gonna go the opposite of last year? I'm just gonna tank this year and be out of spite. I mean, I don't think many people would judge him too harshly. No. So, all right. Well, that's look into the MFL. Any other games that you guys wanted to look at? Um... Looking at the slate. The only other one that I looked at a little bit was the Chiefs Ravens. Chiefs minus four versus Ravens. Chiefs minus four. Uh-huh. I I got them at three and a half everywhere. Where are you seeing four at? <laughs> yeah, sports. Um, love. Look in the sports book. That's the real line. I am looking now. It's three and a half. The sports book. Three and a half in Fanduel. That's what counts then. That's that's where the bets go. <laughs> But regardless, that was definitely a game looked at. Three and a half, four, five and a half. Uh, yeah, that's tempting. I like the Chiefs there. Yeah. Just the Ravens lost an offensive lineman last night. Right. Yeah. And their other offensive linemen did not look very uh, – yeah. they were protecting Lamar Jackson very well. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, no, yeah. No. Yeah. I think the bet should be how many games does he make it through? Lamar Jackson? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're under. How many Listen, if he, if he feels bad, he's going to have to go number two. That's all. Sometimes he's that's what you have to do. It's, it's a good out. That's all I'm saying, quite literally. <laughs> I like that hey. game. I like I like Alex's game. I might do that. You might do that? I all might right. do that. All right. Going on to the college football world. Um, again, 
short-ish slate. Uh, college football, we're never going to break down every game, just so everyone's aware. Yeah, no. I don't have, enough, not have time for that. Um, yeah. Mixed in some different games. Again, if you guys have anything you want to put in there, Maryland, Illinois, Maryland minus seven and a half. Over under set at 59 and a half. Uh, Maryland's two and oh, Illinois is one and one. Illinois played like absolute dog shit last week. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I would this not is... touch this. This is my <laughs> not touch this with a 10 foot pole. First off, Illinois is what the hell are you doing? And Maryland, like, are they are they back? Are they not back? Uh, Who that's knows? why. That's why this is a game on here. I'm this is, no this way. Is... What? You... I said I'm going to be biased and say they're back because that's the only reason they would have beaten West Virginia. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. Is, are they like, back? Think, were they I ever here? How can they be back if they were never there? They used to be. They decent. used to be decent. They're in a mix. Uh, I like. They want Rutgers 2.0. That's fair. I don't know. I'm not going to touch this game, but I do like Maryland as a team. I think they do look pretty good on on offense specifically. Yeah. My quick little buggers. They're quick. They're quick quick guys. Next, we got Coastal Carolina taking on Buffalo. Our guys, the Mullets, minus 13 and a half. 13 and a half over under set at 57 and a half. But the the Buffalo is one of those teams that is just always has been competitive of late. Like when I say of late, like two or three years. Yeah, they make it hard on people. Yeah. And this is one of those. that's like uh, you want to take Coastal because you have no reason to to believe they're not going to do what they've been doing. Yeah. But it's Buffalo. I'm probably not going to touch this one either. Just not. It's too risky. It's too risky. Let me see. I'm real quick. I'm just curious where the, it's at Buffalo as well. So it's an away game for Coastal. Yeah. Now the yeah. over-under is interesting. I was, I was just about to say the over-under. Over? Over? You think? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm probably not going to mess with this game. But again, these are just interesting lines to look at. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in there that you're like, ooh, I would love to do this, but do I really want to? Next, we've got uh, Virginia Tech taking on Virginia Tech taking on WVU. Somehow in this game, I don't know what the hell has happened yeah, in, no idea. in Virginia Tech land, but WVU is favored by two and a half, over under set at fifty and a half. Alex, what do we know? What do we don't? What do we? I don't know. Because I got nothing. I got. I was just as shocked as you. Virginia Tech came out opening night first week. Yeah, and looked like they were a competitive team. And like, did they w- lose a quarterback? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I. But my thing is, I was saw that, and I'm like, I don't like to bet on WVU games. Because I feel like this would be one where I would bet against WVU and take Virginia Tech plus two and a half and then be mad because I bet against WVU and I just can't do it. So if I wasn't a diehard WVU fan, though, I would consider jumping on it now before someone catches on and realizes there was a typo. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where that one goes. Up next, we got Alex. What's the next game? Minnesota Minnesota versus Colorado. I'm Alex now. Team ever. I was just gonna say, I'm sorry. Is your name Alex? Yeah, like right. Being like elementary school teacher, you. Uh, well, Minnesota versus Colorado. Colorado I'm, minus two and a half over under set at fifty and a half. I like Colorado minus two and a half against Minnesota. This is intriguing because this is the how much do we believe in Colorado? Colorado had a good show last week. Almost right. had an upset over an sec team it's okay is colorado who we think they are or is minnesota gonna row the boat and make this happen yeah minnesota doesn't look bad not so. worth betting on all right there's jim with the the no. the expert opinion breaking it down for no. us not gonna bet on it don't do it yeah. Don't do it. I think we, Minnesota. This is a betting show. Why we need to know why, Jim? We need to know the whys. 
because I think last weekend was a fluke for a lot of teams. And I think yeah. Minnesota is still struggling regardless of, I mean, they have that Achilles heel injury for their starting running back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I took Colorado when it's two and a half is fine. Yeah. But I think that's, it's too unknown for me. I'm not touching this one. Okay. I think Colorado was a fluke and I think Minnesota's weak and I couldn't tell you who, who to pick. Gotcha. Minus. Next, my, with the spread bet, spread bet on Colorado, Alex. Yes. That's All right. Purdue, Notre Dame, Notre Dame minus seven and a half over under set at 58 and a half. Purdue put up some points last week. Notre Dame. uh, I don't know, but they won like 49, nothing. I think Belmont tech is who Purdue probably played. Uh, I don't, I don't, I I don't, I don't think that's a school anymore, Jim. I think it is Belmont college just so we're on the same page. Well, Belmont college then. They lost the tech. Purdue beat Connecticut. Forty nothing. About the same. About the same. <laughs> in the so football world. Count. In the football world, yes. Uh, Purdue also beat Oregon State week one. So Purdue's coming in this game two and zero. Oh. But then can we talk about Notre Dame this week? Notre Dame struggled. Yes. Okay. Brian no, Kelly's I'll still leave. trying to execute his players. Yeah. Toledo. But Toledo's a force in their division. They are, I know. It's just being a butt. But they're a force in their division, but it's Notre Dame. Yeah. You're expected to beat Toledo. But when... I'm, I'm going to make all of us. And Ohio a... State's expected to beat Oregon. Like, I don't mean. Two overhyped teams is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm going to force us all to make a prediction on this one. You have to take one of these bets. Because there's the ones a lot you're of... giving out here. Uh, Notre Dame minus seven and a half over under 58 and a half. That's what you want us to pick? Or or you can pick Purdue plus seven and a half. I don't know, Jim. Pick one of these four options. <laughs> under 58 and a half. Takes the under. I'm going to take Notre Dame, the money line. That was not an option that I provided. It has to be a spread. Oh. <laughs> I, I choose that one. You choose an option that was not provided. Uh, I'll take you're... I'll take Notre Dame with, with the spread. Okay, I'm actually gonna go with the over on this as a bet. Oh, interesting. I think that Notre Dame's actually gonna be able to put up points, and Purdue is gonna do about the same. Next, Alabama versus Florida. A top. This is a top ten matchup. Yeah, uh, is Florida top ten? If it does, it only cements Alabama's kingdom I know. further when they dominate Florida. I'd take the under. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be more than 50, 54 okay. points. Florida's 11. So just outside the top 10. Yeah, they basically suck. This is in the swamp. I will say it is It is at Florida. Um, if that makes any difference. <laughs> Even away, Bama's getting 15 and a half points. Yeah. Or giving 15 and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's Alabama. Yeah. It's tough, Alabama, tough to bet against them. Alabama money line. Oh, yeah. $10 bet wins you $2, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But if no. it goes to win and be the winner. Oh, not? here you go. Here you go. Wrong. You just bet money on all of the money lines for all these, like, surefire win probably. Yeah, just keep winning. Collect them dough. Nick, you can do that. Vegas, baby. You can do that, and I will... Ex, I will excommunicate you from the show because th- that is not the betting spirit. Uh, <laughs> right. That's like, I, I remember this is years ago. Somebody put a $100,000 bet on Roger Federer to win a first round match in like Wimbledon. It was $100,000 to win like $6,000. What if Roger Federer Fe- didn't have? What if Roger Federer got hurt in that match? Everyone thought it figured he was going to win, but what if he goes down with like an ankle injury and we're well, out one? Isn't that the spice of betting? Like, <laughs> just seems like way too much risk for much too little reward. Let it ride. Life's too short to bet the favor money line <laughs> and the under. Uh, next, we've got Tulsa, Ohio State. Ohio State minus 26 and a half over under at, at 61 and a half. The under, <laughs> the, un- <laughs> the under, you say. Yep. Uh, I'm curious on the, why the under. Yeah, I want to understand why the under based on what you saw last week. 
I don't think that Ohio State will score, and I don't think Tulsa is very good. Well, I think Ohio State's defense isn't very good, and I think Ohio State will score is my thought process. You think they're going to score 61 points? I think that combined they will score 40. They're not scoring 40 points. They are not scoring 40 points. You don't think Ohio State's going to score 40 points? That means they would have to get the ball back. Then why don't you take Tulsa plus 26 and a half here, Jim? Because I, I want to, trust me. As angry as I am, I <laughs> Wait, want so, to. So Jim's having the same exact like dilemma that I had earlier in the WU Virginia Tech game. Right. It just hurts too bad to vote against yes. <laughs> I There's no way that there's gonna be 61 points scored. Yeah, this there's is no way. This is All one right. of my yeah. this is one of my best bets. <laughs> me and it's too. the over. Me and it's too. the over. <laughs> I hope you both I think lose. this will be a good discussion point next week. Yeah, it is. Done. It is. Do so we know more about Ohio State than Jim, or should we listen to Jim when he talks about Ohio State? This can go um, into this. If current records show, we should not listen. Um, you have one week where you're four now. How'd you finish last year? This is such a Steeler <laughs> fan right here. Wait, 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 wait. This has nothing to do with my betting record. This has to do with the fact that Ohio State lost last week. Why would I take your why would I take your pick on Ohio State football right now? Listen, all right, we have one more game we have to power through. We can't evolve. <laughs> boys. That's all I'm that's all I'm basing this on. Tim. That is it. <laughs> okay. All right. And last, the game day game in Happy Valley. Auburn taking on Penn State. This line has already moved from yesterday, a full point. Um, so on Monday, whenever I looked this up initially, it was Penn State minus five and a half. Today, Tuesday, it is already up to Penn State minus six and a half. So there's already been some significant money placed on Penn State with the spread in this case. Um, I'm going to be honest, initially at five and a half, I was going to lock this in. At six and a half, I'm not going to lock it in. <laughs> it's just enough for me in this case to not do that. But Penn State minus six and a half over under set at 52 and a half. Well, that solidifies my locking in of Auburn plus six and a half. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Jim, it. Jim, thoughts? Thoughts, Jim? It's a Penn State game. I would take Auburn plus six and a half. With the points? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm I I'm I'm probably gonna stay away from this now because if it's already moved a point in one day, who knows what it's gonna do in the next four? Uh, but I've I've imagined it's probably gonna stagnate in the six and a half, seven area. I think this is a coming out game for Penn State. If they dominate our Auburn, mm-hmm. Ohio State better just fire coaches, <laughs> batten down the hatches. It's, not, it's over. It's hilarious because this has nothing to do with Ohio State's performance. I was That's to do with Penn State's performance. Yeah, well, we got to play them. Just about to say everything has come back to Ohio State. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's going to be awful. But if they what, lose, what would be more, dominant? What would be dominant to you in this game? Two scores. Two scores or more. Yep. All right. Two two touchdowns or ten plus. 10 plus. Okay. All right. Well, we've reached that time. Well, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Oh, do you have another game you want to look at? I want, I have two games. Okay. Okay. The Cincinnati, Indiana game. Okay. What do we got? What I can see from what I can see. I don't have the bookie. I'm here and I have to call him up. It's uh, a minus four spread. Let me pull that back up. Muffnack is here. Oh, Muffnack. Hello, Muffnack. Uh, Indiana's favored by four, from what I can see. And then the Michigan the, the, State. The spread, Jim, Jim, hold on. The spread in the Cincinnati Indiana game is Cincinnati minus 3.5. Yeah. Thank you, Muffnack. And then the Michigan State versus Miami. Mm. Oh, Muffnack is looking. Rub that ball, Muffnack. Rub, rub that ball. What, what what time does this game start, Jimothy? It's a noon game. It looks like six and a half to me, Muffnack. Okay. Yeah, actually, Michigan State's funny. getting six and a half. I'm not sure that that's, this is a real thing. Yeah, it is. There's CBS Sports. It's Miami minus 6.5. Yeah. Two games that I think deserve our attention. I think that uh, Miami's going to roll IU. Okay. And I think 
the the spread on that Michigan State game is enough to be interesting. Wait, if wait, who's gonna roll who? Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's gonna, gonna roll, roll IU. Okay, I thought you said I, Miami I, I, was gonna roll like, IU. I do like Cincinnati minus three and a half in that game. And then I think if that spread is correct, it's a, it's interesting. I may take Michigan State. Yeah. It's at it's at Miami, Florida. If that makes any difference in this case, still getting those points though. I think there's verbal evidence somewhere if you go back to the archives of the betting stuff that I said I was not betting on Miami anymore because I know last year I lost some bets on Miami, so I stay away from Miami games. I also said I was going to never bet on the cards again, but things happen. I still am not touching this game. I might might dabble with the Cincinnati minus three and a half, but your other game is out on my list. All right. I like it. Okay. All right. So let's get into our, our best bets. Let's start in college football. Keep this theme running. My, I have, I, I've got a bunch of leaners this week, a bunch of leaners that I'm not sure where I'm going to go. Um, my best bets in college football world are Virginia Tech money line and the Tulsa Ohio State over 61 and a half. My leans are Bama Florida over. And Penn State minus six and a half, Auburn. Alex, Alex, best bets are? Colorado minus two and a half versus Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Tulsa, Ohio State over. And Auburn plus six and a half. Are all of these best bets? Those are all three best bets. Three best bets. Buddy. I have to rework the graphic here because oh, I don't know if there's I enough can, room. I can do two best bets. Oh, no, no. You have three. I just need I, to uh, – I was going to say, to be honest, the Colorado minus two and a half might be a lean for me. Okay. Well, it's, it's up to I'm you. I'm going to make that one a lean. Here, watch how I italicize it on our notes. So. That's, a, that's a lean because italics lean the, the text. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that one about it. Uh, I have two leaners, the Auburn game and the Michigan State game. And my lock-in bets, I'm going to take Virginia Tech with the points. And I'm going to take Cincinnati with the points. So not Virginia Tech to win, just Virginia Tech not to lose by Yeah. Virginia Tech plus two and a half is what Jim's got that at. Gotcha. All right. Now to the NFL, where we hope to make all of our money. Uh, I have... Two best bets, Saints minus three and a half versus the Panthers and Cowboys money line. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger on that Cowboys money line versus the Chargers. My leans are the Mrs. Snyder's minus three versus the Giants and the Steelers minus five and a half versus the Raiders. There's my leans this week. I'll go because I only have one game. Okay. All right. I'm going to take the... Mrs. Snyder's mm-hmm. uh, giving three points. Okay. She takes the football team from Washington minus three. Alex, you have some. I got three. Again, this is problematic for your graphic, but I can't think of one that I would call lean. I got three I'm confident on. It's because you have a problem. What? You are degenerate. Uh, excuse you, you've joined the ranks of the degenerates on the show. I am show. merely, I'm merely watching and kind of half participating. Bengals money line versus Bears, hammer it. Saints minus three and a half versus the Panthers, hammer it. Chiefs minus three and a half versus the Ravens, hammer it. Right now. <laughs> All right. Right now. Right now. Confidence. So, you you said you said words very strongly there. Um, yeah, we're gonna see how this goes. Any other NFL games? Anybody else we want to get talked to? Any other football games? Props we're looking at? No, I'll pick, I'll pick Tim, some uh, some touchdown props for fun. Tim, if you're listening, Tim Tim gave me a live in bet same game parlay in college football. It was all. Live money line dogs, all of them were at least four point dogs. Live money line, and I believe the payout was like plus 10,000. <laughs> and within two minutes of him placing the bet, 
they were all losing by 10 plus points. <laughs> Jeez. It was, it was pretty epic. I had, I had a good chuckle at his expense on that one. I had a good chuckle. So we've reached that time in the show. We've given you our best bets. We're uh, interested to see how everyone uh, responds to these best bets. Uh, we've got uh, a little bit going on. I, uh, I have a golf outing this weekend, but I will not be missing the Penn state game. I'll be watching after playing golf, potentially having some brew dogs. But if WVU decides to actually play like the favorite against Virginia Tech for Alex, maybe not for Ooh. me. Yeah, maybe. If Jim is right and Ohio State's going to not score 40 plus points, put that on record somewhere. If Happy Valley in the Whiteout explode to give Penn State a 10-plus point win to make Jim say they're legit and hire and fire half of the coaching staff at Ohio State. I, I tell you what, for you, if they win by 10 or plus, yeah. I will say Jim James Franklin is a good coach. <laughs> the best bet we could get. If Jim has to say next week that James Franklin is a good coach, what kind of night are we going to have, Alex? A good, good